And welcome back, everyone, to the My Opinion Doesn't Matter podcast. I have with me a new guest, my boy, Mr. Kaleem. Welcome to the show, my guy. What's up, EJ? I'm glad you have me, man. I know we had plans for me to get on this show a long time ago, way before this pandemic shit. So um, it's good to actually, you know, even though I'm calling in, I feel feel good to, uh, you know what I'm saying, be with you, bro. No, absolutely, man. It, it, it is... Like you said, it's been a long time coming. I remember when I was telling you about this idea of a podcast oh before. God, when was that? January. It had to have been January because I remember yeah, I was I was bro. sitting at work when I thought of the idea. I just I would just sit there like, holy fuck, I have it. I I I know exactly what I'm gonna do. It it, it just came to me out of nowhere. Like there really is yeah. no cool story to be like, oh yeah, like I thought of it. Like no, it's just sitting at work at my desk and this. Oh, I'm gonna do a podcast. <laughs> it was yeah. really that like, simple. No, I, I honestly think it was. It may have been like in that December range where you're like, you know, because you would, you would literally like come at, you know, after lunch or whatever, brain completely jacked. Like you're like, hey, you know what? I want to do a podcast, bro. Like you can't. You had the the you know what I'm saying the idea and stuff like that, and we would just be chatting like at least three or four times about like, hey, these are the logistics of it. Yeah. This is what I need to get, you know, that type of stuff. So you always had that idea. So just putting it into play and you got what, eight episodes down? No. Like oh, I got 14 episodes. This is episode oh, 15 right there. 14 episodes down. So that's good, man. That's good that you got that, Uh, you know what I'm saying, like executed. It's hard to do. So I'm glad you stayed on it. Oh my god! I'm, I, I, I mean, it is. It's been more fun than I thought. And like I said, like you know, I know I'm, you know, I'm 15 episodes in. I've talked about it a few times in other episodes. But it, it's, 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 you know, I used to do some YouTube videos. Like I used to do movie reviews, and it didn't quite fulfill that creative outlet that I wanted. But man, right. just just being able to have a show where it really doesn't matter what we talk about because it doesn't really make a difference. Hence the fucking <laughs> title of the show. And and that's what's so great about it is every episode is completely different. You know, yeah. you know, some episodes were like, hey, we're going to be a distraction from the news today. We're not going to talk about it. And other episodes were like, we're going to fucking talk about it. <laughs> like, holy shit, yeah, it's crazy. Exactly. We got to. You know, no other, uh, recourse but to. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I mean, oh, I'm, I'm, um, t- tell them a little bit about yourself. T- tell the people a little bit about, you know, um, 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 about where you were, how, how we met, um, you know, you know, pretty small story for that one but just you know yeah. just go go into a little bit about how you know what exactly you want the people to know about you all right uh so uh this is kaleem aka big spice, big spice. <laughs> um, but uh but no like i i met i met my boy ej at work and uh you know what i'm saying ever since then you know what i'm saying we clicked because you know we always wanted to do something in like entertainment so um entertainment has always ever since like a little kid um has always been something that has interested me and uh one of the big things that started that was like my love for like music you know like i love a lot of different genres of music but specifically you know just growing up in that like hip-hop era like when it really kind of reached that bling era and just seeing like the greats um just really kind of set that tone for what rap is going to be even down to now where you know um you got kids from the internet um basically saying like you know we don't need um you know 
we don't need record labels anymore. You know what I'm saying? We can get our stuff straight to the people. That wasn't yes. how it was done back in the day. You know, you had to, a label was everything. You know what I mean? So, and um, correct so, me if I'm wrong here real quick. Was Drake really the first big, big artist to do that? Like for a while when he was, when he was in, was he one of the first, like in terms of like the 2000s era, like was he one of the first in this to really show people all, oh, you could definitely do this by yourself. And I think eventually he did sign with the label. Drake? Drake, yeah, because for a while he was indie. For a while he was he kind of grew he kind of got up on that. So so was he kind of like I guess so like, like almost like the blueprint or was there somebody else that was like, "Oh no, this is the guy that did because I know Chance the Rapper was a big one too. How he yeah. he still doesn't have a label and that guy I'm a, with his last album had the second um 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 most albums sold on uh, 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 that first weekend only losing to NF you know, like, yeah. and, and, um, and he'd have I, a label. I would say, I would say it actually predates Drake by okay. a little bit of time, just because, like, let's be honest, like, Drake changed everything. There's nothing, you Drake, know, Drake changed a lot of only shit. Only after Drake at this point, right? But um, I would say a, two artists come to mind um, that predate Drake a little bit, um, because back in the day, like, you know, like, um, even internet access just wasn't where it was right. and a lot of people just didn't have access to it especially like you know people from like the inner city and stuff like that like the internet was something that came later once you know everyone had internet that pretty much changed the world but i will i will say like you know um the first one that i saw that really changed when it came to you know like tweeting and just kind of doing like building the, the social podcast, media aspect you first. know before and that type of stuff was joe budden before the Joe Budden um, podcast, he would use, um, you know, I forget what it was like. I don't know if it was some type of live stream or whatever, but he would do that every day and tweet every day. And and then, you know, he was he connected with his fans because, I mean, everybody knows him from, you know, be, before Slaughterhouse, you only knew him like he made that song Pump It Up, you know what I mean? Sure. Like in the like 2000s or whatever. Um, and, and so he had a, so, so he really was the, the first one to, you know, like, Hey, you know, like, you know, I can connect with my fans daily because, you know, before that, I mean, you put out a song or you were on a TV show. That's how you connected. Yeah. Like, you, it was or no other greets. way, you know? And then, and then, and then I would say, uh, I know this is going to sound funny, but I, um, soldier boy, man. Once Soulja Boy hit, like, because Soulja Boy took the internet and just made it such a tool, and he was so young, too. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's some Soulja Boy songs I like, but for the there's majority, a reason why, There's um, a reason why we, we still talk about Soulja Boy right now, exactly, because the guy has still exactly. been able to do enough shit to keep himself either in the news or at least give himself enough money to keep hanging around. Like, if you exactly, look at this guy, this guy exactly. isn't dressed as a homeless guy. He's wearing all the, all the expensive shit. He's, he's still got money. Like he does right. a lot more business stuff now, but kind of like Diddy, like he he kind of had to do a little switch into you know into and if it fucking worked for him, like you can make fun of him all you yeah. want, but he's got more money than I do. <laughs> right, right, and that's and that's the first time I really like with Soldier Boy because you know a lot of people don't realize that he put he put um crank that on the on the internet and that's what got him signed. Because he put that, and that's when I first started hearing the term viral, when something went viral, you know, okay. in the way of, like, the internet really, like, it being, you know, in the lexicon of things, you know, because of the internet. So, uh, and then, you know, from there, like, everybody, you know, like, 
then you know the drakes of the world came and you know that's just how it was yeah now you have tiktok which is it's there. <laughs> you know what i'm saying TikTok now we have the kashi oh. i mean let's be honest tiktok is the new vine but it, it seems like it has sticking power i saw some type of uh you know uh article that said 315 million downloads this year alone that's insane yeah I mean, shoot, what, what was that newest Drake song that came out that was regarded as a TikTok song? Oh, Tootsie Slide. That's oh, that, God, that song. That song. <laughs> like, 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 when song, like, I don't know any Instagram songs. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know any, any, but, but, but for there to be a, a, a song that, that was, that pretty much everyone knew this is, this was made for TikTok. This was made for people to dance to, like, just like the, uh, um, uh, the Kiki song. Like, yeah. you know, like, 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 oh, like, like this song was written for you to create a dance to, so it would go, so it would just fucking blow up and everyone would want to do the dance. Yeah. That's what everyone wants to do. Like, you know, like, like, like th- there are those artists now too. And I mean, Drake is you know, one of those as well, but, but there are artists who are out now just specifically for that, you know, you know, yeah. or, 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 or I guess what you would call SoundCloud rappers, you know, guys exactly. who, you know, guys like Takashi 69 Holy oh, fucking man. shit! I could go on for three <laughs> hours about that guy. <laughs> like oh. you know, you know, guys like you know, guys like Little Pump. You know, guy, yeah. you, know, you know, you know, I'm, 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 and and there are some artists who have been able to break out of that. Like Post Malone, he was a SoundCloud rapper. You yeah. know, you know, it, you know, it wasn't until he was able to more or less, fi- you know, get to a spot where he can kind of show a little more of his creative side. Like this yeah. last album that he put out. I think you saw a little bit more of okay. This guy isn't necessarily a rapper. He just likes to rap sometimes. Like yeah. it's like yo, this guy is just uh, a musician. Has, he definitely has his own lane. That's for sure. Hundred percent. There's not many people that are like. Po- I mean, I, w- I would say no one. It sounds like him. Like those people who you know sound like him. But in terms of the, um, in terms of his style of music, it doesn't really fit into a single genre. Like you could throw some songs into pop. Some you could throw into hip hop. Some you throw into this. And some of them, you're just like, this is just a, this is just music, you know. There really exactly. isn't a spot for this song, and I like those types of artists as well. So, so EJ, I actually got a uh, a question for you. Do Go you for think, it. Do you think that the album is dead? <sighs> That's interesting. I, I I I actually think about this a lot, and and mainly because of, you know, you know, obviously referring to my own music career strategies for myself, like how do I want to do this and everything. The album to me is not dead because I still get giddy as hell whenever a full album drops for an artist. Now maybe that's because I'm biased and I am I'm a little bit more into the music scene than others, but I do think that there is something to the argument of, hey man singles work like there are there are so many artists that i know that will create the music video before the song they're like hey i got this idea for the music video and i'm gonna write the song based on the video and that's how they create their singles like that's how you see all these artists like tom mcdonald dax hobson these guys are putting out videos every weekend maybe not hobson right now but what he used to be what he used to do you know with all the ill minds and everything but but yeah. but all these artists who are like every weekend they have a new song, new video every Friday, and it's like man, how do you come up with all these? It's because not they're not coming up with the album by itself. They're going going okay now. Let's figure out the videos. All these songs are figured out during the video making process, and it's yeah. kind of doing everything all at once. Which I mean, it definitely doesn't hurt them with the views, you know, because I know with yeah. Hobson. He he had taken a long hiatus for a while. He moved to Thailand. If you if you guys follow I Hobson, that. he yeah. lived in Thailand for a while. Actually, now he's moving to um um I think New Amsterdam. 
Like, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, um, yeah, he just announced that the other day on Twitter, but or, or on Instagram. But he's not like done with music like he was. Now he's just moving there because I guess he just wants to move. But um, um, but, but, he, but he moved to Thailand to get a break from basically everything. And everything. I guess I mean that's one place you can go where you won't see anything from over here. That's that's right. damn that's right. damn sure. Right. You want to escape? You can go to Thailand. But this guy, when he posted his newest video, it took a little bit for those views to go up on YouTube. I noticed. Like if you compare, yeah. and don't get me wrong, the song was fire. But he went, yeah. a, he, he went months without saying anything, and because of that, not his fault, but the views aren't going to be as great. You know, like you know mm-hmm. whether the whether the YouTube algorithm, the subscriber count, you know, maybe you know because I know sometimes people will lose subscribers automatically because the YouTube algorithm's kind of fucked, and like so people may not see that the video got posted or whatever. And you know, but guys like Dax and Tom McDonald. You're posting a video every single week. Every single week, they're on the trending page, you know. And it's like, you know, you yeah. may not necessarily hear the songs on the radio, but they're on the YouTube trending page, top ten every single time a video gets posted. And 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 there's something to say about that. Everyone's always talking about you. You're always on the release radar for Spotify. You're always. I mean, I mean, I mean, there's the there is certain. I mean, even guys like Chris Webby, he doesn't necessarily do a lot of videos, but every Friday on the release radar, he's got something out. Like, he had a song the other day with Pete Davidson. Yeah, that Pete Davidson. Didn't know he could oh, rap, man. but apparently he can't. It's actually a good song. It really is. Like, yeah. like, 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 at first I'm like, there's no way that's that Pete Davidson. No, it's definitely him. You can definitely hear it. It's definitely it's 100% the same guy. But yeah. but every week that guy's got a new song out. You know, and it's like, as a fan, that's fucking awesome. But it's also yeah. something to where, man, though, when NF takes a year and a half to put time into an 18-song album... Boy, is it worth it. So, so, so it's, it's. I don't know, man. It, it. I think a lot of it depends on the artist. I know guys like Takashi are not going to be putting out any albums. It's just going to be singles. Or if, yeah. it, or if it is an album, it's going to be an entire album with features. You know, yeah. and I, ne- I, I never like that either. You know, if you want to have, I, I like, don't like that either, man. I never I like the like whole, every song. Like, like Pitbull. Fi- oh, I, I challenge you to find a single song. <laughs> A single yeah, song that, where Pitbull sung by himself. There isn't one. And, and that's and I think that's why French Montana got so, some flack like yeah, you know, him a couple too. months ago is because like he would post like you know his you know platinum certifications from the RIAA, but it's like, dude, like it was French Montana featuring on every song he ever did. Every that single really song. Charted. Every single song. And, and, and it's like you know obviously you put in the work on that song, but you didn't put in all of the work on that song, you know, and it's and 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 it's not saying having features is bad. Like I know on my projects, I love featuring with people, but mm-hmm. there's a point where you got to be like, all right, let me get on this track myself and let me tear the fucking beat apart. Like that's like like there is something to say about that as well, where you just fucking go ham on a beat all by yourself. And there's certain topics where it's a little bit weird to have another person on there unless they're singing, you know, yeah, and singing the chorus. And that's what you know? that's what made that's what made the. Uh, the industry model so successful because the industry like granted they took pretty much a, a, a cut of everything especially like a 360 deal they get a uh, a part of touring a part of advertising everything that the artist does to generate income they get a part of it but the reason that they were so successful is because they would have just this stable of writers and hit makers so like you could be someone who really can't rap but your whole thing is that you can generate, you know, some viral videos and, and 
you. You don't Jerry let you, you really yeah, you can and you can get people talking about you. But maybe you your bars are, are very subpar, but you can get a writer to come in, basically do a reference track and you just you know, throw maybe, you know, a little bit of your personality, but you rap line for line and yeah. you got a hit record. You know These I mean? days it's more about having the beat, you know, and and, and maybe right. that and maybe that's you know, you know the club aspect and everything. And I understand that, but then I mean, you even get songs where like you go to the club and that fucking one eight hundred song from Logic will be remixed, oh, yeah. and you're like, <laughs> is this the song that you should be yeah. remixing in the club? Like, I don't know if people are trying to get down uh, to fucking one eight hundred from logic like i don't know if that's the if that's if that's the move so so like you get all right. these artists that post songs and like like even the newest one from takashi and Nicki minaj like yeah. like 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 I'm, I'm, I'm i personally don't will, will never click on one of his videos i'll watch a reaction video of someone else listening to it so he doesn't get the views <laughs> because i'm petty like that but I, yeah but but so, so so that's how i listen to the song and it's it's like i and it's like people are giving this song like like a passing grade because of the video. It's colorful. Nicki Minaj's ass is out. Titties yeah. are bouncing all over the damn place. Uh, of of course. course, you're gonna give the damn of video course. a pass. Doesn't matter what the hell they said. But but it, but but if you really look at the flow from like, and now I'm gonna speak Takashi critically here. So just putting everything, <laughs> putting all of himself aside, looking at Takashi from just a rapper. If you look yeah. at this song and even just the very last one he posted. He has yeah. the same flow in so many. He doesn't change anything up. It's the same yeah. style. It's the same flow. The same screaming and the same. He rhymes with the same words. Like it's almost like he takes. Like he has his little notebook here. He has these little pieces of paper that he's ripped out and wrote lines on, and he just rearranges them for a song. And then when he needs to rearrange, and then when he needs to make a new song, he'll just rearrange the same lines into yeah. a new way. Oh, this is a new song. Like we'll yeah. call this one some other weird shit like floofy or whatever the fuck you want to whatever the fuck he calls this fucking music, like yeah. and, and 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 it's and it and, and it's 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 lazy like it's just it's and and I'm not over here saying that I'm some you know you know I grind every single day for my music kind of rapper over here but there's I mean there's a point to where it's a little bit insulting like <laughs> like a, and, like, and like for those who put their heart and soul into these yeah, man. songs like what are you doing dude. And they get 60 but, million views but, in two days. Exactly. But here's the thing, though. Like, and that's what makes, like, you and I, we're kind of like the old guard, even though, like, you're really younger than me. Um, we're the old guard because the biggest thing, like, like it, it, it would hurt for me to have to rap something that wasn't written by me. That would hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to write my own lyrics, and they need it needs to be... Like uh, the beat should never outshine what I'm saying. We should we can work in tandem, but don't 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 get me wrong. A beat's never gonna be the reason why somebody listens to my songs. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and and we're 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 old school when it comes to that because you know people get a fire beat. It has that tag from Metro Boomin or you know Wheezy out of here or whatever. You hear the tag and you're like, oh shit, it's a Wheezy beat. That's that's what you care about at that point. Yeah, you don't care that it's a you know whatever person that's doing a song song it has that that you know that tag on it but i will say one thing i do notice about like the music industry um and just I, the real always comes back you know what i'm saying like for every you know like if, if you want to you know use takashi in this example for every takashi you will have a j cole 
you will have Absolutely. a Kendrick. So like the real always is going to be there and it's going to be a wave where right now melodies is the biggest thing, right? If you don't have a melody that's that's really You gotta have some song, of that like you can't other hooks people harmonize and sing while you rap. Yep. Like you're really not as popular, but no one know, will no one will learn your rap if they can't learn your chorus. If they right. if, if they don't know if they if they don't think your chorus fucking slaps they yeah. will not give a single fuck about your raps. And that is a sad and honest truth. Like, exactly. you know, you know, at 100%. Like, I stress more about how the fuck I'm going to get this chorus to sound. Because I'm not, I personally don't sing very well. I'm not the worst singer in the world. But I'm <laughs> by no means over here bragging about my singing skills. I, I, I definitely could use some help in that regard. Like, they're, like, I have a very small range here. But yeah. so because of that, yeah. I have to look. Oh, go okay. Do I want to do I want to get someone else to sing the chorus? Do I want to just kind of rap the chorus and put some effects on it? Like we got like it's so hard to figure that out. You know, especially as someone who can't just turn a fucking microphone and sing his ass out. You know, like you got to make sure the chorus is strong. And when you're someone who can't sing very well, then you may have to lean into features stuff like that. lean into features. You got to figure out other creative ways to make hooks where you don't always have to have someone singing on there with you. And that kind of adds a little more, an element of a challenge. You know, I, I know you brought up earlier how the real always comes out. That's why I brought up how, you know, despite all the, you know, little pumps of Takashi's, you got, you know, for a, a few months ago when, with, with the weekend that Chance the Rapper's album came out and NF's album came out, those were the top two albums. It wasn't some whack-ass guy. It was, it was two highly respect, especially Chance the Rapper, more of a mainstream respect, respected right. artists whose albums were the top two, and rightfully so. No one was like, oh, I, that doesn't make any sense. You know, everyone knew, everyone thought Chance the Rapper was going to be number one. The fact that he lost to NF was a shock. But the, but, yeah. but, but, but everyone but everyone knew that those two albums were going to be up there. You know, that wasn't a surprise. So, so, so and that's why it's, kind of, it's almost kind of like, you know, I don't want to go in this argument, you know, this narrative that, that a lot of people in the industry have of, oh, albums are for the old traditional rappers and singles are for the new age. No, that's not re that's not true either because there's a lot of new age rappers that do singles that are fucking phenomenal. You know, right. they're absolutely. I mean, Dax is one that, like I mentioned earlier, one of my favorite ones at the moment. One of my favorite rappers, absolutely yeah. incredible. You know, and 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 it and it and it's it's you see people kind of look at them and go, oh, well, they're just part of that new age rap. Yeah, sure they are, but they're not part of that new age rap. That's a little right. different. <laughs> Not that different kind of new age rap, <laughs> but but hey, but the, I think uh, see that's one of the things that like I don't really care for. Like I mean, still a great rapper, still has incredible catalog as far as like just great music is Logic, man. I mean, oh, because yes. Logic, I feel like he completely like he got he got big off you know one eight hundred. Um, that was when I think he first hit the mainstream art. Like, um, and I'm like, bro, audience. your albums, bro, like, are your mixtapes and albums predating that were fire. And now you, <laughs> you, you use that, like, modified Kendrick Lamar flow every song you do now. Like, come on, man. His last couple albums have not been as strong, critically or, you know, you know, in, in the, um, um, in the record sale books, like, 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 yeah. like it is all like, like songs like 5am and, 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 and song, I mean, just his older stuff. I didn't even hear about this guy or who he was until 100 came out and I didn't even know he was white or, okay, let me pause. Not white. Biracial <laughs> motherfucker says it every song. So, but let me, let me get that, that right. Okay. 
biracial, the whitest biracial guy I've ever fucking seen. And that was the first time I heard of this guy. So I thought, so I'm like, okay, well, let me go look at some of his older stuff and everything. And I'm, 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 I mean, just like you said, his older music and everything, I mean, just fucking phenomenal. And there's some songs, don't get me wrong, some of his newer ones aren't that bad. Every day, I will yeah. bounce to that song any fucking yeah. day, any time of the day. You know, yeah. but but a lot of his newer stuff, like you said, it, it's 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 it doesn't feel like it's logic. Like I don't know if someone else is getting in his ear, or maybe it is him. Maybe that's just his. Maybe the old way wasn't who he was. Like, and that's but that's you know I don't know. Like it's very it's 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 weird to see sometimes artists evolve into something that you know people can really latch onto. Or something. I mean, one example, not a rapper, but the but the rock group everyone fucking knows, Lincoln Park. You know how the first many many years that, that all they were together, they pretty much had the you know they they were more of a I'm not gonna I don't want to offend all the all the heavy metal artists out there, but somewhat more of a heavy metal style. I yeah. I, I, I I don't think that's disputable. You know, mm-hmm. but then the last couple albums, and this happens with a lot of rock bands, they're kind of a little slower. You know, maybe they're getting a little older. You know, they've de- dealt with more shit as an adult, so they talk about more sad shit. And I yeah. personally think that's great. I I, I I love when a rock band like Disturbed can go from whatever the fuck they do to uh, Sound of Silence. Like, that's fucking yeah. cool. Like, that's such a cool range for a band to be able to do both. You know, so I always liked when bands did that. But I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's not Linkin Park. That's not who they are. Whoa, oh, my God, I can't fucking believe it. And that's, you know, and I'm and, and it's it's. That's why I go back to argument with logic. It's like, well, is it really who he? Maybe it's just what he's trying to do now. So it's kind of like you know, you know, kind of complaining about an artist the same way that I get uh, concerned whenever someone complains about Lincoln Park or other bands like that. You know, but it's like it's it's, you know, it's 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 one of those things where you don't know if it's the studio, you don't know if it's like a Kesha situation where it was more like you're kind of forced to do this shit right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. you know, like you know, you you don't know that always when when it comes to when it comes and, and that's why you see so many artists just saying fuck it. I'll go indie. You know, and yeah. that's where it's like personally, I know when I was a kid, I'm like I have to have a record deal. I have to get a record. I have to get a record deal. And now with with this with all the tools you have, even if you feel like you still need that record deal to get to that next level, there is infinite possibilities of things you could do before you even get to that point. And you oh, couldn't yeah. do that 10 years ago. Yeah. If you went, if you go viral now, the, the, record, the record labels will come. They will come to you. They will be yes. beating down your door. Because, like, I remember, you know, before, the way to get put on, you know, like, to get signed by a record deal is that you had to have your city on fire, bro. Like, you had to be on every, like, you had mm-hmm. to have radio play, from your you know your local radio station and people had to be talking about you you had to know everybody you don't have to do that no more as long as you can go viral and people like you know your city doesn't have to be talking about you but (laughs) hey if the internet does and you got a million subscribers without like a you know any type of record label affiliation man that like record labels will beat down your door man absolutely 100 percent, and that's and and it's almost like to me, record labels, to me, for what they could provide that maybe someone who's like a typical, maybe someone like myself who isn't a, you know, who I wouldn't say is super experienced in, in the in the music industry field and everything. The biggest thing to me that a record label could probably do is help you get stuff like sponsorships, help you get stuff exactly. like help you plan your shows more. 
you know, help you figure out travel and everything. Because, I mean, do, doing a tour as an indie artist, I can only imagine, is not fucking cheap. So, so obviously, having a, having a label to help out with that is obviously an improvement. But when it comes to the creative aspect of it, so many fucking labels. And it goes from music labels to even film, um, 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 to even film studios. They mm-hmm. have so much of their input in their final product. By the time you release it, it's not even yours anymore. And that's exactly. why, and, and, and that's why yeah. it's, that's my what's, biggest what's fear that? with record the labels. Cut or something? It was like the, uh, the one, the DC movie, the, the Snyder cut? Yeah, the, be- um, 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 uh, uh, the, um, Justice League. Yeah, Justice League, yeah, yeah because the, the, um, 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 uh, I saw the first cut in theaters. I didn't think it was that bad. I, I didn't think it was better than Marvel, but that's maybe because oh, I was a little yeah. biased towards me Marvel. Too. I felt the same way. You know, like it wasn't bad, but it certainly maybe yeah. wasn't as good as it could have been. And so now that, you know, you know, in case anyone out there didn't know, HBO Max next year on the, and sometime in, I think June 2021 is going to release the Zack Snyder version of Justice League, which is Ooh. the director of Justice League, if you didn't know that. And apparently, yeah. according to him, it is a completely different movie. It is completely different. It is, I mean, I mean, it is. Um, uh, according to him, the studio did not show his movie. Now, I don't know if 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 it's if it's maybe him being a little dramatic, or if that's really the case. And that's, you know, I personally can't fucking wait. I know I'm gonna fucking see it. I don't care if I gotta, you know, buy a month of HBO Max in order to do it. I'm definitely gonna yeah. be watching it. You know, and, and 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 for anything else, just an experiment to see how fucking much do these studios really interfere because you hear stories but you don't see the other version so you don't really know if it's just the exactly. artist being a little petty exactly. you know or whatever no like you I know, heard we're that gonna same see thing it. happen with uh the fantastic four movie um Josh yes fan four stick the yes. <laughs> yeah yeah if you don't get that reference look at the cover of Vanta- uh, of the newest fantastic <laughs> four you will understand why it's called fan four stick it is it, it it is next to the Birds of Prey title, one of the worst titles I've seen. Oh, <laughs> God, I, next I, to I that one, Birds of Prey, and it's and it's just such a such a stupidly long fucking title name, bro. Yeah. The Birds of Prey and the Fantastic <laughs> Emancipation. If I go for the love, just just fucking say Harley Quinn, and yeah. and maybe in like maybe like a semicolon Birds of Prey. That would have been just yeah. fine. You didn't have to do the whole thing. And and, and, and and the company, uh, or the company, the studio had to change the name of the movie when it was released on Google. So that when you looked up Harley Quinn, it would come up immediately. Because no one could remember the fucking name of this movie. <laughs> like, no, like, 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 casual fans were like, what was the fucking name of that Harley Quinn? The birds are, pr- what is that? Like, like so, so the, the studio had to change the name to Harley Quinn when you searched it on Google. That way people could fucking find it. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe so, just change the fucking name then. Like maybe don't have that name. Like how did how was that the final product of the name you came up with? Like, so, people so, were having so problems. BJ, I got a question for you, man. How do you feel about having yet another option for streaming? What do you mean? Which like, which one? So 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 are we experiencing as a people? You know, just humans. Are we experiencing, in your opinion, um, are we experiencing uh, streaming option fatigue? 
Yes, one hundred percent. It's now almost cheaper to have cable, which is something no, no, which is which was the whole point of streaming services. Oh god! To get rid of cable. Oh god! Like, don't get me wrong. I personally have cable, but that's because I like live sports. And don't get me wrong, right, it's right. basically just a dust collector for the last three months because there hasn't oh, yeah. been any fucking live sports. <laughs> but you know, I've been paying a lot of money for that shit for no fucking reason. But that's the only reason why I have cable. But and but but you have HBO Max, Netflix, Hulu. Fucking you CBS on the go. You have Investigation Discovery on the go. You have fucking MTV. You have all the... Every channel has a streaming service. Whether it's yeah. free or it costs 10 bucks a month. Disney Plus. Fucking ESPN Plus. Like, you could... And, and it's like, by the time you get your list together of all of your shows that you watch and movies you want to watch and all the services you need, you're paying more for that than fucking cable. And it's like, because yeah. it, it almost became a bidding war between, okay, cool... HBO Max just just got Big Bang Theory. All the Netflix just secured The Office. All of eight, Hulu just secured Family Guy and, and American Dad and all the Adult Swim stuff. Like you had you had all these co- what you basically had all these companies separate your fa- yeah. <laughs> your favorite yeah. shows from each other, basically forcing you to get all of them. Now, if you if you're a conspiracy theorist, maybe you go into maybe that was the fucking plan the whole time and everyone's working with each other all for one common goal. You could look at it that way if you're really into conspiracy theories over here. <laughs> but <laughs> it's 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 it I don't, I don't know. To 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 me it's it's competition is always healthy, but I think it gets to it, I think it's going to get to a point where there's going to, I mean, the, 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 there's obviously the front runner, that's Netflix, that's Hulu, you know, you, you know, you know, you know, the obvious big ones, but you know, I know even some of the smaller ones, stuff like Quibi, you know, it you know, wasn't a huge success from what I understand, you know, and you know, I, you know, I guess they blame the coronavirus hey, for that, but, the, the first, but, hey, listen, the first time I'm hearing about it is, is you saying it, so. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right, right. But Quibi, for those who don't know, I never watched any shows on it, but it actually had a bunch of like you know actual you know, good actors and you know, real money backing it. But it was basically almost like kind of like a David Dobrik style shows where it was like five, ten minute long episodes, and it was just you know of all these of all these of, of all these different variations of shows. And it was it was um, you know if you understand the content wasn't bad. But, but there was a whole mix of, like, with pricing and a bunch of other reasons why it just didn't quite work out. You know, but but even smaller companies like that, they take away parts of audiences from other platforms for at least a little right. bit. You know, and, and, and you're going to keep seeing more of these little startup things that are going to fail and not fail. Just like you're seeing with social media. You know, it's the same exact thing. You have, for every Facebook, you have, you know, you know a fucking, you know, tiny little, little baby social media platform that just never quite hits it because it's basically a photocopy of Facebook. And that's what a right. lot, and that's what, that's my fear is you're going to have a lot of basically photocopies of these different companies and these different streaming platforms. And, and it's going to get to the point where people are, are just going to go back to doing what they did back in the, you know, the early, the nineties and two thousands. They're just fucking bumming off the computer because it's just fucking pointless. Like, like it's too much shit. And, and, and now they got the releasing on VOD, you know, all these movies that, you know, because of coronavirus, you know, you got movies that are being released straight to, you know, on demand where you pay 20 bucks and you can watch it. You know, I know I did that with The Invisible Man. Was cool. Wasn't the same as seeing that movie in the theaters. I'm sure it would have been a lot more, you know, on a the edge of my better, seat yeah. if I was in a fucking theater watching The Invisible Man. 
But I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm you know, you know, nothing will ever take away that experience. And we can go into that too, you know, about movie theaters, you know. But 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 to me, even with streaming platforms and with, and, and with all that shit, it's it's everyone's you know, with with me personally, I'm always gonna figure out you know the best way to watch my fucking movies or watch my shows. I'm not over here trying to be stingy. I like to support the artists the best I can as I yeah. am one. I like them to support my shit. You know, right. but but there is there is an argument to be made here that you know are we getting to the point where streaming services are just fucking more inconvenient than fucking cable now? Like like the whole yeah. point was to get rid of cable, and now it's like cable is just easier. It's all in one spot. <laughs> right, right, and Everything's that's the thing. And, I, I, and I'm, I'm telling you, man, like just you know to speak on you know the conspiracy theory you were talking about, because I mean if we do the math right now. Um, it's it's getting to a point where you got to pick and choose, right? And yeah. it's like everything is exclusive rights now. That's everybody's buying up exclusive rights to things. So um, you have no choice if you're a fan of DC. You know, you um, have to HBO, go to HBO Max owns DC. You like, have they to own go there. Warner Brothers, so they own DC. Yep. So if you want to watch any content on that, you have to go to HBO Max. And if you want to watch anything that has to do with Marvel and Star Wars, you have to go Disney Plus. And then you have the Netflix properties like Stranger Things and other things, you got to go Netflix. So if I'm talking about just off top, Netflix, um, HBO Max, Peacock, which is the NBC one, because I'm an Office fan, so I would get Peacock just because of the Office. You know, okay. like when Netflix loses those rights uh, at the end of this year. Um, and then you got, uh, you know, so Netflix, HBO Max, Peacock, um, Disney Plus, and uh, Amazon Prime. That's a huge one, too. So that's like over $50 just off like, you know, five or six of those. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's and like, you're watching like six shows. Prices at that point. Introductory cable prices. Right, exactly. And you're watching like six or seven shows. Like you're exactly. not, you know, watching, like, you know, like, you know, maybe now and again, when you, when you got some people over, you might throw on a movie you haven't seen. But for the most part, right. you watch the same five or six shows that you went there to see. You know, you know, right. like you know, you know, whether it's the same show on repeat. Like if you have a, like you know, I, I know for me, Family Guy or American Dad. If, if I just need background noise, that's the show I put on. It doesn't matter, right. you know, like like if I'm just sitting in my room, just on my phone, or I'm fucking, you know, whatever the hell I'm doing. You know, you know, it's if if, if I'm doing something that does not need any of my attention, that's the show I put on. It's such an easy background show that I can sometimes look up and pay attention to and laugh every now and again and be entertained. You know, yeah. and that's like office you, you know, like that for me, so. office is. I know, I know, for a lot of people, is like that, and it's yeah. like, and you know, but then you got, but then you got like, you know, Family Guy was on Netflix. Then it, then mm-hmm. it got, you know, you know, the awesome rights, and they got moved to Hulu. The Office is is, is leaving Netflix. You have a yeah. lot of these other plat. You know, now you got the issue of, well, shit, I only got Netflix just so I could watch this, and now it's moving, and now this is going like this, and and and, and it's like, it's such a fucking battlefield for all of it these is. fucking shows, and it's funny because a lot of these shows. Are fucking already old. Like they're already done. Like got like Office, Friends, you know, Big Big Bang Theory. All these shows. Well, not Big Bang Theory because they've been around for a little longer. But all these other yeah. shows that have been already since done. <laughs> yeah. Like those are the shows that are getting bid on by millions of fucking dollars just to just to, just so people will will rewatch it again. You know, like if you look if you look up online, you look at the numbers between what Netflix paid or or or, or who, whoever just bought The Office, whoever just oh, like I, 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 if you look at the numbers or how much money they paid for a show that isn't even fucking airing anymore, yeah. <laughs> like oh, it is absolutely insane. Gracious. Like f- f- 
I, I'm almost positive Friends went for at least eight figures. I'm almost positive. It could have even hey, been more hey, than people that. People ask all the time, like, why why don't I see David Schwimmer anywhere in, in, anymore? Or like, you know, some of these other, you know, uh, people that were on Friends. You know why? Because they get $25 million a year to do nothing. Because they're just <laughs> getting, you know, their residuals for Friends. So they don't have to, you don't have to see David Schwimmer. Guess what he's doing? He's, he's sitting on his couch having a good ass time. So. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I saw David Schwimmer in was the People versus OJ Simpson. Yeah, that was the last thing I saw. You don't need to work, man. Like he just need to do shit. Like yes. like all these people, Matthew Perry. He doesn't need to do. He just need need to do a goddamn oh, God, thing. I forgot. About, I should have said him, man. Because Matthew Perry, bro. I literally, other than just seeing a mugshot of homie, like I haven't <laughs> seen him in years, bro. Oh, um, so. I remember. I, I remember watching him in the whole Nine Yards uh, movies. I loved. Yeah. Those were and those. Were, and, really but, but those were coming out while he was doing Friends, I think, or at least the first right. one was. But you know, but and, and I, I mean, Lisa Kudrow, like you don't see her in as many things as he used to, or if yeah. he is. It's more of a supporting role. Like there's like exactly. the only one that really was able to take it and just fucking skyrocket was Jennifer Aniston. Oh yeah, holy star, fuck! Man. Did she, she blow up star. because of that? Like um, now maybe I mean I guess you could um 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 um, um who was the fucking Monica? What was her name? What, what's her name? Uh, Courtney Cox. Thank you. She had okay. I'll give her some credit. She definitely. I mean, especially with. With the help of Scream and I mean even even Ace Ventura, if you want to throw that one in there, she oh, definitely yeah. had some higher profile movies as well. So I'm not going to give her any, any disrespect, but Jennifer Aniston for sure benefited the most out of it. You know, I, I, yeah. I mean she she turned that into her own fucking empire. You know, just just absolutely conquered the world with her. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, uh, thanks to Friends. You know, and I know I'm I'm um who, who was the who was the other oh uh fucking Joey. He, you don't see him oh, do as many yeah. things either. Like he has his own TV show right now. But that's, I think, more or less just him playing an older version of Joey. Like, I, like, like I'm pretty sure that's what that show is for the most part. I, I couldn't tell you the name of the show, but I've seen commercials for it. He just kind of looks like, you know, just, just, just an older Joey. Who, yeah, you know? yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's like he's showing his range here. He's playing an older Joey. Right. Like, it's like, I'm pretty sure it's just Joey. Like, it's. Like, <laughs> I don't need to see the show to know that's probably just Joey. <laughs> it works for him. He knows his lane and he's sticking with it. But okay, so two questions, man. So like we're kind of like into the, you know, screw the introductions. You and me are boys. We we met at work and we, <laughs> we, we cool and we got some plans going on. So fuck that. Oh, All we're right, forty so, minutes in. We can move on from that. So but no, this is this is really interesting because I, I literally, you know, have really no one to talk about, like, you know, when it, when it comes to movies and stuff like that and where the entertainment industry is going. So two questions, like, you know, you touched on, you know, um, movie theaters. So I want to get to movie theaters, but I got like a little segue before that. So are have we seen, like, because you tell me you watch more, like, actual TV than I have. Have we reach that point where um entertainment drought has hit like are there new shows coming out um that since no filming's happening right now that well that has been the most fascinating thing about the film industry during this time because hollywood shut down so every yeah. new show is people filming from their own house and 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 it, and it, it has been incredibly cool 
to see the creativity of people going, okay, we can't do this, 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 or this. We can only do it like this. How mm -hmm. the fuck are we going to make this entertaining for a few million people who have nothing else to do right now than watch mm -hmm. us? You know, I mean, I, I mean and, and, and not everything worked. I know ESPN tried a horse competition. Didn't work out very well. It was kind of boring. You know, I didn't. I, I watched the highlights because I mean, no one wants to see Paul Pierce miss every goddamn shot. Like, like oh, you know, like. The, but <laughs> and and you know, like you had some people who were playing in their in-home gym, and some people who had to play in their fucking driveway with wind. Like, oh, okay, that's fucking fair. Like, yeah. <laughs> fucking Mike Conley's got a full gym, and this this poor person's using their neighbor's driveway. <laughs> yeah, so he has elements and all that. You know, so, so so it has been incredibly cool to see, you know, people just going, okay, let's see if this sticks. And even if it doesn't, the you know the film industry, even though you know you know you know, you know the whole Hollywood closed, it really didn't. Creativity did not close down, and that's what I was. That's what I like seeing. There was all these, you know, like there was a show that you know where it was, you know, celebrities filming themselves watching shows and everything. Something that I'm sure used to happen a lot back in the day. Maybe it isn't as, isn't as popular anymore. But with celebrities having nothing else to do, you know, now it's like, well, shit. Now you can watch me watch your favorite show. And it, it fucking works for people. People will watch that shit. You know, oh, shit. Megan Trainer is fucking watching Survivor? Well, I want to see her watch that show now. I don't know why, but... It, <laughs> watch them make hey, really... celebrities are doing what you do. They're human. Right? <laughs> Like, they have a couch, too? Oh, yeah. What? They're allowed to sit? Jesus, I didn't yeah, know they were allowed yeah. to do that. And, and, yeah. and, 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 and you know, so, so, so stuff like that has been really, really interesting to see. I, I, I know um, channels like ESPN, like I brought up earlier, they have live shows every single day. So they've had to create, without any sports, <laughs> somehow God, keep it going for... Now, I will say this. They have definitely been benefited from having all the crazy political things going on right now and stuff oh, about yeah. race. You know, they've been able to, you know, they certainly have been able to have their, have, have been bailed out a few times. When the Last Dance documentary came out, holy shit did they milk the hell out of that. And everyone oh, was like, oh, stop, yeah, stop talking did. about the Last Dance. Like, dude, they have nothing else to talk about right now. Right. <laughs> this is it. Like you know, like maybe they would have talked about it somewhat as much if, they, if it would if it would have came out and there was no coronavirus. Yeah. But this is a ten-part documentary on Michael Jordan and the last championship from the Bulls. Like you can't tell me these people aren't going to sit there for eight hours on Monday and talk about it the entire fucking day. I would. You got nothing else to do. Right. <laughs> Right, and the thing is about the the last dance, like, I mean, there was some, you know, it, it was nice to see, you know, the inner workings and those um, actual conversations between the players and stuff like that. But for, for I mean, let's, let's not get it, uh, you know, misunderstood, especially as myself a Pistons fan, you know, that was making <laughs> Mike look good, man. You know, that was selling some, that's going to sell some more shoes to a new generation. Like, Easily. He, did, he couldn't be wrong. And if anybody who got screwed up out of, in that documentary, it was Scottie Pippen, man. That made him look terrible man well and the worst and thing is is, is, is like everyone felt bad for him at first because he had a fucking whack-ass contract and oh, then terrible. but but then he started kind of you know kind of be like hey man i have a whack-ass contract i don't want to have it and then and he wouldn't and and, and and maybe the documentary maybe paid him in a light that wasn't 
maybe factual, but I definitely yeah. agree with you. Like, it definitely made him look a little bit more of a selfish player than he probably was, you know? Right. And, it, right. and, and but, but even, but, but as, as myself, I'm not someone who, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily that, necessarily that kind of guy, but if I'm only getting seven years, seven years, which is a long ass contract for those who don't know sports long, or are listening to this, long. it's a long contract for $15 million. That's it. $2 million a year for what most people regarded at the time was the top maybe three to five player in the NBA. Yeah. He was making less than $2 million for the, at least the first couple of years of his contract when he was winning championships. And uh, uh, a key cog, let's, let's not get it misunderstood. Like, he was a key player. Like, he wasn't, you know, Ron Harper. Like, he was, he was, uh, they don't win the championships without him. So, um, but I don't know. But I don't know. Like, I think, I think that, you know, like, it's going to be difficult to, um, like that model, because I've seen, I'll give you an example. I've seen a Jimmy Fallon episode of him in his house with his, you know, the guest or whatever. Right. And it's just not the same. It's not the same. So I just didn't know whether you thought, because first of all, I, I, you know, I know that the movie industry, the reason that they plan out all these movies and they film so, you know, um, you know, in advance is so they never have a content drought, but I know a content drought is probably taking place and it's like, can they survive without they're like with that peer to peer content only and not just something of, you know, new content coming out because I mean, let's be honest, like the coronavirus, like, yeah, like we're opening up and stuff like that. And I'm, I really want, you know, the world to open up, but it's just going to take a couple, you know, a couple hundred, um, you know, cases coming out or thousands of cases and some deaths, you know, maybe a thousand deaths. And it's, we're right back where we started. Uh, our star is going to be comfortable kissing each other, you know, being this close to each other, you know, and you got extras. How are we, are, is, are we going to give tests for the hundreds of extras? You know, where does it, where, 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 where does it logistics? end? Where does it end? I don't see, you know, it happening anytime soon. And 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 I know like um just speaking from a little from a very on a on a small scale um in, in a couple months um I'm gonna be um filming my short film that I tried to do a while ago and oh, nice. um you know very very small crew there's only gonna be maybe six or seven people total cast crew yeah. and everything like I like I was able to kind of figure out where okay well this guy can also you know this guy can do two jobs or you know or, or, or I can do this and this. And, you know, and, and the fact that the cast is already very small as it is, there's only three people in the entire script, and it's all in mm-hmm. one location. But it, it, it's, it's you know, when I, when I was looking for my main actress, you know, when I submitted the um, uh, the offer, hey, you know, I looked at your audition, I want, you know, I want you to be the main actress. And she goes, that, you know, you know that, that, that's awesome. Before I accept, though, what are your guidelines when it comes to coronavirus? Because I have uh, some at-risk people in my house. And uh-huh. it, and it was such like a oh Jesus Christ like that's such like like you know you know you, you know whenever someone talk, whenever people talk about how is the world gonna change maybe that's one of the reasons you know like you know you know for even on such a smaller scale project for something that, that I'm doing you know I I had to tell like everyone's gonna be wearing masks you know as long as you're not on set 
you will be wearing a mask. You know, I'll be wearing a mask probably, 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 Jesus, the entire time. And, you know, and I'm like, you know, whatever the camera's turned off, if you want to wear your mask, put it on. You know, like, you know, like, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's, um, you know, you know, we'll probably have hand sanitizing stations at the bar. We're probably going to have other things that we're going to have, you know, you know, and it's, you know, bring Lysol wipes to wipe down counters, you know, and, and I mean, it's, it's such a different feel to everything now, you know, luckily I'm still working from home, but you know, I said luckily because I actually enjoy it, but there's a lot of other people that are ready to get the fuck back to work. I know my job, you know, you know, obviously you used to work there yourself, Colleen, but you know, from what I understand, like, you know, my guess is you're probably not able to talk to people very much in there. Like the way my job is set up, but there's a giant open floor, no cubicles and just rows of desks with people. And it's like, so you can't just be going around crowding around people and having conversations like you used to do. You know, like you, you got to just sit at your desk with your mask on and just do your fucking job. And that's why I haven't gone back to work there because that sounds fucking awful. I would much rather stay here in my own private, you know, home, you know, work studio or whatever and do my fucking job here for as long as they'll fucking let me. You know, I'm not getting <laughs> that, paid any different. Is that different. an option, EJ? Like, like, have they started letting people back? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There there oh, are wow. definitely people back. They, they said the entire month of June is optional. So I went, cool, you won't see me in June then. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna stay as long as as long in July as I can and 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 yeah. and, and it's it's you know the, the biggest downside is obviously the electric bill kind of runs up a bit you know oh, but yeah. you know but for, other than that just having the privacy being able to get up off your fucking chair and go make something in your kitchen like the fact that I clock out and I've already got dinner ready because I've been making it while I'm working you know like 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 it's like it's like there's so much fucking convenience to this shit. Like, I'm over right. here, like, you're going to get a lot of people that, from other jobs who are sitting there going, man, I got disabilities. You know, I got, you know, I got kids at home who have to be, you know, who, you know, you know I'm a single parent. There's going to be situations where people are going to ask, hey, man, I just worked from home for three straight months. Clearly, I can do it. Can I just go work from home? You know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and vice versa from employers, they're sitting there going, why the fuck are we, are we, renting out all of this office space when, oh, when, yeah. when half of our working group can work from home and then they can fill up the rest of those empty seats with new employees you can wind up you can wind up having a much bigger company from the looks of the outside of your building you know you might only have you know 20 30 50 100 people in the building but you got a co- you got 500 from home just working you know what i mean and that's and 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 that's I know that's a prediction that I 100% believe will be definitely added into after this is all over. You know, I know one thing that everyone talks about. You know, like, you know we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up on this topic because I want to hear what you have to say about this too. But um um um, um at the 9/11, a big thing that changed was the airport security. That changed forever for everywhere. Airport security was never the same again. What is going to change? What is going to be the biggest thing that, that that comes out of coronavirus? I think one of them could very well be the working situation. And there's going to be a lot of motherfuckers who go, you told me that there was no way to work from home from this job. Guess what? Mm. Turns out the fucking is. <laughs> hey, when it was hey, when it was about the money, when money became involved, hey, we made a way for it to happen. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's why it's like, you know, hey, now you have the way. Can I just fucking stay home then? Like, I got four kids at home. You know, this would be a lot more convenient for me. 
you know, I'll save a lot more, but you'll probably give me a lot more focus because I'm over here, right. you know, not not worried about, you know, so, so it's like you're going to have situations of people where they're pro- where maybe it's more like a hush-hush, like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You, you, you can listen home just as well. <laughs> you know, like you're, you're going to have those I mean, situations too. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would say that's a huge one because I totally agree 100% because think about it. Like we're already getting to a point where like the, the whole I've seen – the, you know, like, it, you know, signs, you know, in different retail stores and, you know, different areas that say, you know, if you're feeling sick, stay home. And how are you going to prove that that person's not sick? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, and, and it's like you have situations where, you know, you have a mask, right? You're wearing a mask. To some people, you know, um, they might have different conditions where wearing a mask for a long time is, 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 is you know, detrimental to their health. Um, so, th- you know, they can't do it for long periods of time. You know, it, is it right to punish that, you know, team member, um, you know, to have to be, to be there to have the option but some people they really really want to get back to normalcy so they want to get back to a building so they can see their work friends they can see you know just be around people because i tell you one thing that's came out of the coronavirus that i've noticed is that we're probably the most connected we've ever been and at the same time we're the most disconnected we've never, we've we've never been, been more apart you know what i mean so because we i mean let's be honest you know like um everything has been sh- you know shut down so depression is a huge thing because oh, yeah. a lot of people i'm i'm, I'm being Suicide honest rates have gone up since it started the only time i've seen people was at work you know what i'm saying so that's that's a huge <laughs> yeah you definitely realize how you know, lonely like, and unsocial you are when you when you realize Oh wait, like I like <laughs> I only see people exactly. at my fucking job. <laughs> right, right. That your job is your social life, you know, and that that's hurt a lot of people. But I would say um, the biggest thing that I what's the biggest change is, you think is going to come out of this? Yeah, um, yeah. The biggest thing that I think that is going to come out of this is you're going to see the um, unprecedented, unprecedented. Um, you know, speed up of uh, things like delivery services. So I think the brick and mortar stores are going to be less um, about experiences as they're going to be about um, strategic pickup hubs. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So like I've seen, see I read that. an article about Starbucks. They're, um, they're converting a lot of their stores into a format called Starbucks pickup because they they you know, learn, you know, through all their, um, you know, information and their algorithms and stuff like that, that 80% of the people, and this is like, you know, in the pandemic and pre pandemic, we're just coming up to pick up coffee and leave. Right. Oh yeah. So, so with that being said, like you have all these spaces that people, you know, like to me, I'm a Starbucks person. If I go to Starbucks, I want to go there, sit down, read a magazine or, you know, play on my phone for a little bit or like meet somebody there. You know, I haven't, you know, um, you know, I haven't seen you for a while. Let's let's get a cup of coffee or whatever. Right. But, you know, most people there, they get their coffee and they dip out, you know. So I think it's good. We're going to see less um, brick and mortar stores or if they are being made, they're going to be, you know, the pickup game is going to yeah. be huge. You got to go in there I, and know what you're going to get. Kinda, you know, going into like what we were talking about, um, you know, like places, you know, that, you know, Chuck E. Cheese just went out of business, is about to go out of business. Yeah, they're about to, they're close. Places that we go 
to spend hours, you know, to get away from our homes, get away from our workplaces, you know, those places are going to be, you know, the way of the dodo are going to go away. You know, like I, I movie theaters, like I think are going to be a lot more art housey than, you know, yeah. big blockbuster movies. Now. I don't see you a know? lot of these, like these companies, like, a, like, you know, for a while I thought, oh, companies like AMC, those are going to be the companies that survive. It's going to be the small movie theaters that fail. Now mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. I don't think AMC, right. like those companies might be the first to go. You know, as mm-hmm. opposed, you know, you, you know, you know, to where you're gonna you're gonna have a lot more AMC theaters that close down, but you're gonna have those select few that are still open, and those are gonna be like 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 the one at Great Lakes Crossing if you live over here around you know around around um, um, uh, 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 Auburn Hills. That AMC yeah. is probably gonna stay. I would imagine. Yeah. For one thing, it's got right. it's got the Dolby Theater, it's got the IMAX Theater. It's fucking massive. For one thing, it's been there forever. Like I that, that that's what I'm like. Eh, well, they probably make enough money. They're probably fine. But other right. ones where maybe they don't have as much of that. Maybe they're you know whatever. Like those are the ones that are gonna suffer. You know, maybe they're not in the area that you know movie theaters would normally be popping at. But because people got nothing else better to do, they go see a movie and they want to be able to you know. But now that's not gonna work that way anymore. So they're gonna have mm-hmm. to close down those ones that just barely skate by because it's not you know it's not in the most populated area. You know, and mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot more. I think drive-in movie theaters are going to start making a comeback. You know, I 100% believe that's going to happen, and I can't fucking wait for that. You know, like I know I'm, I'm, I mean, w- w- with technology nowadays, before when you pull through drive-in movie theater, you had to pull up, and there was like a speaker outside your car. You had to have right. like windows roll. Now you can connect that shit to your radio. Like you, yeah. like you turn on the right radio station. Like all, all these, you know, and and it doesn't need, even need to be a company. There, you know, I told the story a while ago. It may have been on the podcast, or maybe it was somewhere else. But I'm gonna tell it again anyway. But we used to go to this thing. Me and my family used to go every Christmas Eve. We go to something called Dancing Lights, and it was this house that was synchronized their lights in their yard to match the music. And you would just turn on this radio station. I'm like, well, if these fucking people can do that, you're telling me someone with a giant backyard, like a farmer or someone who just owns a fuck ton of land can't just open up an area, put up a giant white sheet, you know, right. ha, you know, t- t- take a few weeks to organize it or whatever. You can make some very, you, you can make some serious money and it would not yeah. take that much, you know? And, yeah. and so like, that stuff, I definitely think can make a comeback. I think the, I think the appreciation of smaller things is going to make a comeback, you know, like, you know, yes. like, I mean, especially things like live sports, like think yeah. about how much we're like, Oh, that's just a basketball game. I'll tell you, I don't want to watch that. When and like everyone's over here, like all oh, NBA is gonna be competing for the NFL when they play with each other in September and October. Do you know how many people are so fucking excited to be able to watch NBA playoffs, college football, and NBA and NFL football on the same day? Every fucking person out there who's been missing live sports, like like all these ESPN analysts are over here, like man, like I don't know what the NBA's thinking. Why would they want to compete for the N- Why would they want to compete with the NFL? Bitch, no one cares. Every single fan doesn't give a single fuck if it's six sports in one day or just one. We just want sports. We do. Yeah. I will watch every goddamn basketball game. I do not care. <laughs> I am so excited I for it. Till, I can't wait till sports uh, come back. But I mean, I think I think just back to like you know uh, talking about like the theaters or whatever. I think that you know I will be able to. You know, like we're we're gonna be able to like make a better assumption because as of right now, I think the only, the biggest movie that has hit, um, you know, 
on demand so far is the Trolls movie. Yeah. Because, you know, Disney pushed back um, Black Widow and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, if, if... Well, that Disney was the first pushed, one that came out, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. That was the very yeah, first so one that had come out. If, so that was the big experiment. Like, okay, exactly. how is so this going to go? If Disney puts Black... Or, I'm sorry, Black, Black Widow. Widow on the video, oh. you know, the video on demand, that's going to be a game changer. Ooh, that would be an easy, easy 100 million opening weekend. Easy. Yeah. Like, Trolls 2, and now everyone thinks that's crazy. Trolls 2 made 100 million, people. Trolls 2. And all you had to do was pay 20 bucks once. Yeah. As opposed to yeah. your your entire eight person family going to the theater with all your fucking kids and shit, buying a ticket for 10, 15 bucks, 20 bucks a piece, then buying three large popcorns, and everyone gets a drink. Like, like maybe I'm speaking from personal experience over here, the oldest of five, a movie theater for our family was a fucking vacation because of how much money and time it took to get it all set up. And hey, but you but know, do you know how nice it would have been if we could have watched a new Narnia movie just from home? As opposed yeah. to our parents having to drop two hundred dollars just so we could watch it for you know in a different place, but <laughs> they would have much rather just you spend twenty bucks and rented the, it. You know, since you said that though, that was the first time I really understood like the cost involved because yeah. I, I, I'm always thinking about like if I'm going to the movie theaters, right. I'm with my girl, we're going to the movie theaters. But when you talk about like you said, like a family of four, a family of five going to the movie theaters a ticket is you know eleven dollars twelve dollars each at least wow that's way over twenty dollars 100 percent, and it's like and i don't have to leave i don't gotta pay for gas i don't gotta buy anyone popcorn or candy i can i can use the shit i got the, I, can, I can microwave some shit i got here at the house you know like i'll gotta pay twenty dollars for a whack-ass you know you know a stale bucket of popcorn and a ten dollar <laughs> box of, of you know fucking skittles you know where where, yeah. where i can just have all my kids here and it, and it fucking works out perfectly. And they saved so much money. And they still yeah. made $100 million. You know, pe- yeah. pe- every every single film studio saw that and went, huh. So we don't yeah. have to throw it in theaters and we can still make all of our money back? Interesting. Like, 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 like you're, you're not going to see, like, Marvel movies. Those movies are going to be in theaters. The new James Bond movie, that's going to be in theaters. The new John Wick, that's going to be in theaters. But if you get, yeah. like, but movies like Trolls 2, you know, movies like, you know, maybe if they make a Frozen 3, maybe they won't have to put that one in theaters, you know, yeah. or, or something like that. Like, you know, they probably would just because it's Frozen. But movies like that, you know, you're not going to need, you know, you don't have to put in there. All these indie films that, of course, everyone wants to see them, especially as a filmmaker myself, I want to see them get their chance in a movie theater. But... If it if if you if you're looking at your budget if you're if if, if 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 that's your job for a movie project you're looking at your budget you're going man we could save half our budget and put it towards making a twice as good of a movie just by saying ah eh, maybe we won't throw it into theaters we'll just throw it up on VOD and tell people fifteen bucks oh, maybe yeah, people man. are gonna do that people are gonna yeah. save the money like you know, especially these indie artists like they like they know. Like everyone, for a while before streaming services, definitely it was. If I don't get my movie into a theater, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, right. like it better, it better get to a festival or it better get into a theater. It better get a wide right. release. Or, 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 best option number three is another studio buys it from me and they take care of it and it's their fucking problem. <laughs> That's the other best scenario. And but but now you have streaming services and now this VOD option that clearly works. You know, and, and even if you put the James Bond movie up on VOD, not saying they will, they probably won't, but let's say they do. 
that movie is going to blow Trolls 2 out of the water, even though it's not in theaters. You know, I'd rather see that movie in theaters. Yeah. But, if, but if you're telling me the only way we're going to see it is on VOD, people are going to fucking buy it because they want to see it. Like, like you know, like, and, 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 and that's why, like I said, the movie theater industry is definitely going to take a little bit of a hit. I'm praying that it's not a big one. I'm hoping that at least we, you know, at least we get a few around here. We you know, you keep the historical ones and everything, and you know mm-hmm. I think there are there are enough lovers of movie theaters and film out there to keep that alive. You know mm-hmm. no you, you know you know we're not gonna let it just die, but it's definitely it's 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 definitely something to watch, and that's why you know like you know we talked about it before the podcast. These documentaries about 2020 in a couple years are gonna be the <laughs> most lit documentaries man like we're gonna show these to our kids and be like hey hey you have no fucking idea (laughs) i mean now granted we're speaking that right now we could come back in two years ago man 2020 was a piece of cake (laughs) hopefully we're not saying that (laughs) we can get through everything but i mean i my biggest thing about like you know the whole movie thing is that you know can they make the, the huge can they make I know they can make a uh, hundred million is, is a hundred that's a lot that's not, but that's it's not lot. one billion but can they make the the, the billions yep like at, on VOD because and that's the thing I have a hard time because I feel like once you start doing that like getting the VOD I feel like piracy is very is gonna be like a huge thing like yep. even bigger than it has been that's why I was thinking that, like, that was my argument like, for the streaming services People are going to find a way to get their shit. And if it's if, like you had given people such a great option with these streaming services, such a great cheaper option. But now with so many, you're back to square one again. And and, right. and you're and you're going to have people that are going to be like, I'm going to find my movie however get, how, how, how I'm going to get it. But I'm not paying $100 a month for either cable or 25 streaming services. I'm just going right. to fucking get it off the internet. <laughs> you know, like we're kind of back to square one again. And now we're going to see what's the next big idea from someone who goes, nope. This is the new way we're going to do it. And then that's going to last for a while. And then that's going to get changed. You know, like it's all about kind of, I guess, you know, evolving, you know, like it really is. Yeah. You know? And that's what's that's what's so great about being in the entertainment industry is you get to see these things and see how it's affected by certain life events, by certain real world news events. You know, we didn't get into much of the news today. You know, you know, you know we really just want to talk about music and film and stuff like that. And, you know, and yeah. that was great, you know, but... There is so much of the real world that was put into that that was kind of you know milked into this conversation because we wouldn't even probably be having this conversation. You know, a lot of questions we asked each other was, you know, do you think that you know because of right now our movie theater is going to be okay, or because of right now singles and albums, you know, are those you know so so like a lot of this conversation is stemming off of the news that we're going through right now. You know, yeah. and that's what's you know you know, you know, and that's a whole another podcast episode of how current everyday news affects. I mean, for the most part, everything, but specifically social situations, specifically oh, what yeah. things you're allowed to say because so because such and such is no longer a big deal, or it is a yeah. big deal now. So now you can't fucking do that, or you can't fucking say that. You know, like yeah. like I mean, you know. Just you know, and, and 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 like I said, that's a whole other conversation for a whole other for a whole other episode. But it's you know you know even in an episode like today where we're just trying to be a little bit more of like you know a little more of a distraction. Like hey, you know we're 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 we're, we're, we're gonna talk about some music here, you know. Yeah. And 
but still it was like like still without even trying there's still intertwined parts of what's going on right now in these conversations there's nothing we can do about it like like you know th- there there's no way to avoid stuff like this with co- even in the most innocent of conversations because it, 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 the, there's always an aspect of well today it's different you know like you know like you know or whatever like you know like you know oh man like you know you know I love going out to eat well today I can't really like there's always a little like there, there's always some every time I have a conversation with somebody you know which isn't is rare these days that's <laughs> but in, in, an in person conversation with somebody it's 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 so hard to avoid the conversation and avoid the topic you know yeah that, it really yeah. is. But and hey, man, you got any final words for the people before we wrap you know, up here, man? Pandemic, you could do that. You know, you could like steer the conversation. Hey, what, what, you know, like, did you see the game last night? Now all you, you know, you focus on <laughs> is current events. You have to. Hey, since it was no game last night, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but I tell you what, I tell you what, in this pandemic, though, you know, who really made a killing, you know, besides the Procter and Gamble's and the Johnson and Johnson's is like video game companies. Oh, my God. Anyone who invested in Zoom fucking rolling right now. Bro. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, any of the delivery companies, like specifically DoorDash. Oh, uh, I wish I would have like been a full time DoorDash driver, bro, because I feel like I feel like the tips they got were probably insane. You know, oh, like, man. like, like people who just felt so shitty, like, we're yeah. just like, oh, here, here's 20 bucks, man. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> oh, here, here's that. 10 like, bucks. I, I, like, you know, like if I, if I ever got like, you know, any type of delivery service, I always tip very well, you know, so. Oh, over oh, here, patting yourself on the back over here. I always <laughs> tip super well. <laughs> I'll give my good deed. <laughs> For the greater good of humanity. That would be, you know. I don't try to be a blessing to everybody I meet. It just kind of happens, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, man, what, like, you, you got any final thoughts for us I'm a, I'm a, 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 before we wrap up the show here? No, um, Eric, like, final thoughts is, man. <laughs> no, I'm not thinking about to, shit. You know, like, it was great talking to you, EJ, and just, you know, um, you know, having that distraction conversation because, let's be honest, we live current events every day. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we constantly, it's constantly there. It all, you know, I've never in the history of, you know, just um, living life have I always felt like it was an elephant in the room, even though I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah. Or wasn't, you know, trying to. Um, you know, it's there. So it's something that like, it's a reason for that. It's something that's, you know, we need to address. And I just hope that we don't, we take these protests for what they are. And, um, you know, like that people aren't being heard and now they are. Um, and then we take this and and we make some systemic change um, to a lot of things. And I think this is a time that we can reflect on and take this time. Don't, you know, a lot of people have, you know, used this time to, you know, um, you know, do good things. So I just implore everybody that's listening right now is, uh, you know, use this time that you have and become a better person. Learn something, you know, get better in life in whatever way you choose that to be. But don't just use this time to, you know, just do the exact same thing you have been or your stay the same, you know, grow in a lot of ways. So, um, you know, I think this is a perfect time to, you know, do that thing you've always wanted to do or, yeah. you know, learn about something that, uh, you know, you, you've always wanted to learn about and you felt scared about it. You know, this is the time of taking those risks. So, 
That's all I wanted to say. Absolutely, man. Hey, I mean, that's what this show's all about is statements like that, man. You know, getting on the show and just fucking just saying how you feel. It doesn't matter. The show, like, your opinion doesn't fucking matter. And, and, and you know what? On this show, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to us either. We don't care. We understand. We understand that nothing that I say. My opinion well, doesn't matter. Dan. It's like it, it's like we, we we understand that we're we are two very minuscule people in a very large seven and a half billion population planet here. But yeah. you know this is this is this is a place that that you know you know I say this all the time. This is just a this is a place that you can get on here and just talk. And just yeah. just speak, you know. And obviously, when season two comes out, and we start filming it. You know, it'll be a little more of a production. But I'm definitely not taking this first season for granted, where I can just sit down in my chair. We just have a conversation, whether I'm on the phone or I'm in person with someone, and we just have a conversation, man. I, and, and I definitely want to make sure that I keep that same feel it, when we start filming it and everything. I'm gonna, you know, make sure that I keep that, you know, like you know, it's still gonna be raw and uncut. It's still gonna be the same. It, we're just gonna film it. It's basically, it's basically, yeah. it's basically gonna be the biggest difference, you know. But I, but you know, having that, you know, just human to human conversation and not a production feel is what I love about the show. Getting people to come on here and just be like, "Hey, man, I got something to say here." Like, we all need to fucking shape up and be better people, you know. Like, mm-hmm. that's something that, like, it's exactly what I want on this fucking show, man. You know, so so great, great final words. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. I would de- I, I I would definitely say that that is up there for top I would say top three final words for my guests so far. So you you put yourself in some good competition there, my friend. Uh, hey man, <laughs> hey, I'm glad to be on this show. It was uh it was fun. I'm just glad you're doing doing yes. your thing. Like you're putting your. I mean, that's what we you know I said in the final word. Like you you did something that you always wanted to do, and you know I'm a part of it. So hey, I appreciate you. Yeah, speak that shit into existence, man. Like I can't tell you how many times I told myself I'm starting this podcast. Like I have no equipment right now. <laughs> this podcast is getting Too started. Times. Like I have no computer. I got no microphones. I have nothing. But we're gonna. I, I want to get this podcast started. I don't know how I'm gonna do it yet, but we're gonna figure it out. And yeah, we're 15 yeah, episodes deep yeah. right now. You know, I mean, I mean, this episode right here, we're going out to an almost an hour and 20 minutes. You know, no breaks, just fucking yeah. spitting all throughout this entire. You know, all the, the this entire episode. When yeah. I first started this, I thought it'd be a struggle to make 30 minute episodes. Turns yeah. out that's not the true. That's not true at all. <laughs> yeah, man. And hey, it's perfect time because you know people want to talk now. They haven't had a chance to really talk. I mean, they take the whole interaction uh, for granted. And now when you don't have that, you take it every advantage to do that. So definitely. But all right, man, I'm going to let, we're going to let you go here, bro. And I'm, 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 I'm for everybody else listening out there, please. You know, if you like this, if you, or I, w- I will say this, because I don't like the whole liking for likes and everything. I know I do that, but I'm going to go. I like doing this instead. <laughs> if you think that someone else would like it, show them. Because it's it's usually if you're listening to me, you probably already like it by now. If you're listening to episode 15, you must like me a little bit. So there's no yeah. real point in telling you to like it. You already kind of do. So you might as well go tell somebody else. They go, hmm, maybe this guy would like how fucking strange this host is. Maybe a whole like this style of this. Sh- hey, you never know, man. We're always trying to get more listeners. We're always trying to get more people hooked on. Get on the bandwagon. Jump on it. We are always have room for more people. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, like I said, season two is going to be big. We want you guys there for the start of it. We want you guys on board now. Get get to know us as 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 people and as podcasters this first season. And the next season, it's going to be just fucking full steam ahead, man. So fucking get ready. But with that being said, 
Um, you know, you know, you know, you know, I hope you enjoyed this little break. I hope you enjoyed my guest today. Thank you again to Colleen, and I will see you guys later. Have a good one.